Hello and welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask at SWATradio.com. You know, uh, Doug, when I was a kid, I read the, you know. Wait, you still are a kid. What no, are you talking true, about? True, true. <laughs> I read, uh, I, you know, I read in the Bible about the Israelites uh, sacrificing their children uh, to Moloch in the Valley of Hinnom, and I used to think, you know, how how could how, how could they do that? How is that? Um, how how did that happen? Not knowing that for 17 years before I was born, we in this country have allowed child sacrifice to the idol of self to mm. go on. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, yesterday, right before the break, we didn't get, or right before the end of the program, we didn't have time to talk about it. But there was an article in the Hill saying that the Bible is quiet on abortion, and you know, I just it it stuck in my craw a little bit, and it really rubbed me the wrong way. And you know, I thought about the verse we talked about that we're going to be talking about this week, um, which is, "Oh God, oh, oh our God will not execute judgment on them, for we are powerless against the great horde that is coming against us." And it really just put into my mind that we as a culture are the great horde that mm-hmm. is coming up against the people of God. And, and, and in some instances that, that those are people who call themselves Christians who are, uh, are, are falling prey to uh, the enemy and turning against God. And well, we, well, I don't think we got into it on air yesterday about mm-hmm. that. Well, the article, here's the headline for the article, by the way, thank you folks for listening to SWAT radio. All you folks in Georgia, Get out and vote. Mm-hmm. Get if the, if you're listening in Folkestone, Georgia, and you have not voted, get up, go exercise your piece of authority that God has given you in this great free country that um, I sacrificed for in the Marine Corps. Lots of people laid down their lives over the history of this country to give you the freedom to go vote. Go in there and vote, and vote for the thing that will make America safest, that will make America um, the greatest that we can be to help the rest of the world. And if you have any inkling uh, of what, uh, no inkling of what that means uh, or what that needs to be, um, I will just tell you it's Purdue and Loeffler. Because if you choose to vote for Ossoff and Warnock, you will uh, yield control to the Senate and the House. And uh, I think uh, all the craziness that we saw with Speaker Pelosi will continue. And it's not that God's not in control. He may allow it to go that way. I certainly am asking for him to be merciful to us and not uh, because uh, I think it will take our country in a very, very uh, bad direction. And uh, you still have time to vote. If you're in Georgia, uh, if you're in Florida, Virginia, or Mississippi, you're not allowed to vote. Oh, but that's some people do that, oh, in some places. Mm -hmm. I think they've done that, but not supposed to do that. Anyway, the article of the article, I mean, the the head of the article, title of the article in The Hill was called Pro-Choice Pastors 
like Raphael Warnock, one of the candidates up there, have the Bible and history on their side. So what that's presenting right there is it's saying that the evangelicals who have been very tough on Raphael Warnock um, basically are going against the Bible. That's simply not true. Uh, When it talks about the Bible being silent, that would be like saying the Bible silent on pornography because it doesn't mention the word pornography in the Bible. That's what they've done. In, or it in doesn't effect. talk about the Internet, you know. Yeah. Uh, hey, the Bible doesn't talk about the Internet in the Bible. Yeah. Well, that's because, you know, they didn't use the term abortion back then. But they make really – this This is the thing that I think that frustrates me sometimes about – people that do not live according to God's standards and allow themselves to be themselves to be um, informed by the world mm-hmm. uh, and they think they're wise and they think they're strong and they think they possess everything and so they're not even intellectually honest in other, they, they don't they say things that really, there, it doesn't. It, there, it's like the law of non-contradicts. The law of non-contradicts says you can't say all pins are black, and then say some pins are blue, mm-hmm. and have those two statements exist. They can't. If you make both statements, then you're not being intellectually honest because you just made two conflicting statements. Well, they want to lecture people about the Bible when they don't know the Bible. What they do is they pick the Bible out of context. Um, and what they say is they they say that people who speak out against abortion ignore history in the Bible itself, and their intolerance and their differing perspective deepens the divide in our country is what they they say. And the rank hypocrisy of Republican attacks on Warnock's faith uh, aside, the Bible doesn't mention abortion. The silence, along with the first Christian's divergent views on the issue, instantly deflates the sweeping claim that the Bible is clear on abortion. That's what they put in there. And so the problem with that is you have young people out there who are younger than you, mm-hmm. who are read may read that or somebody may share that or be influenced by that to share it with them. And they go, oh, you know what? That makes sense because they don't know the Bible and they don't know uh that the 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 value they don't know psalm 139 before you were formed in the womb mm-hmm. i knew you yeah you know i mean god knows us our life doesn't begin even in the womb you know when our life began when god preordained it mm-hmm. before the foundation of the world i mean he's god yeah. and he says i knew you before you were formed in the womb and and we see it throughout scripture whether it's with Jacob and Esau or whether it's with other people that he chose for specific Judas mm. before Judas ever was born God knew what he was going to do with Judas yeah. and so for believers you know we believe in the sanctity of life uh and and a life that is helpless Jesus had strong condemning words for people that hurt children or mislead children mm-hmm. and um that's th- us it, yeah, yeah we we've allowed it yeah. and, and people have been f- afraid we've stuck our heads in the sand almost yeah i think uh, you know thomas jefferson said i 
I tremble for my country when I think on that God is just and his uh, justice won't be uh, withheld forever. Mm-hmm. Like we, I think I butchered the quote, but we are, <laughs> we, to expect that God will continue to show mercy on this nation, to me, with, with almost 50 years mm-hmm. of legalized abortion, God might be gracious to us, but we clearly don't deserve it. And I mean, that's the truth, you know, regardless. But at some point, if we're not going to do something, which I, the church kind of has just forgotten about abortion, it seems to me, uh, then we shouldn't be surprised when, uh, you know, bad things afflict this country. Well, I've traveled a lot in other countries, uh, a lot in the former Soviet Union, and I've had lots of conversations with people in Russia about how the communists control the people. Mm. And do you know how they did it? Well, you know, when we were in Moscow, this was back in the 90s, so right after the wall came down, I found out that there were four central heating places for the housing in all of Moscow, Mm. one in each quadrant of the city. And what they would do is if an uprising started, Mm -hmm. they would cut off the heat to your building you'd freeze to death. I mean, they shut off food supply. They, you know, they, they controlled you. The whole thing was about control. Mm. The other thing they controlled was the media. They controlled what information went out. Well, and, and part of the issue for a lot of people, and I really don't understand it is as believers, we should want the truth. Yeah. Always. Mm -hmm. We should want the truth. The, it, it doesn't mean uh, that that you know we will always have the truth, but we should want it. And when people, when you've got forty to fifty percent of seventy million people, so that's thirty-five million people believe that there was election fraud so bad that it changed the election, and if we did nothing. It's just not right. So I agree with what Cruz is doing, calling for a a commission to look at it. And, and let's, let's have an examination. What's wrong with a five to 10 day examination to have some of the evidence that brought out, because I've talked to people this morning um, and I was talking to a couple of guys and they were saying, well, there's no evidence. Well, that depends. Is there no evidence? Hmm. You know, you, you know how many people I sent to federal prison who said you don't have any evidence? Hmm. You know, people, evidence is, well, it's gone to court. Well, if a, if, if a court is in, what's presented in court can sometimes be limited, too. So I think tomorrow we're going to see a lot of evidence portrayed, and American people are going to have to choose what they do with what they hear. Right. You know? Yeah. All right, so stick with us. We will be back with more after the break. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. 
We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. That was Brother by Need to Breathe. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And if you are just joining us, uh, we take the first segment of each program to talk about the news of the day. Um, and it's a lot of news this week, uh, obviously, with uh, the runoff election in Georgia. And then tomorrow is expected to be the certification of uh, the presidential election. So uh, we're going to spill over into the second uh, segment, talking a little bit more about just what's going on and where we're at as a country and how we as Christians should um, move going forward. And our theme this week is uh, what to do when you don't know what to do. And we will be looking uh, in Isaiah. Um, Isaiah 40, but yeah. but that quote's from Second Chronicles. Um, you know, um, the uh, you know who Edmund Burke is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Edmund Burke was an Irish guy who was born in Dublin and he was a member of parliament over in the late 1700s um, in the House of Commons in Britain. And I, I love th- this guy. Some of his quotes, I think, are very applicable for us because a lot of people pretty much have the perspective. Listen, let's just move on. There's election fraud in every election. You know, mm-hmm. it's not that big a deal. But what a lot of people don't realize, let's say the roles were reversed. Let's say that people, you know, had video, quote, video footage of Republicans who were ballot harvesting. They had videos of Republicans filling out ballots. They had videos of 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 workers, you know, uh, shredding ballots. They had video evidence of this and. Thousands of sworn affidavits from people saying that uh, Democratic poll watchers were kicked out and not allowed to watch the counting process. There would be that every major news media in the country would be up in arms about it. Mm-hmm. And so if there's that kind of uh, allegations and people that have I've seen videos, I'm sure you have too out there. A lot of people haven't because it hasn't been carried on mainstream media. If you don't have any news source other than ABC, NBC, CNN, MSNBC, and even Fox News, 
you don't get a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so Edmund Burke, I love this quote. Uh, he says, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil, finish it for me, is for what? Is that good men who do nothing? They do nothing. Yeah. He had some great ones. Those who don't know history are destined to repeat it. Mm-hmm. Did you know he said that yeah. too? And and I'll, he said, the hottest fires in hell are reserved for those who remain neutral in a moral crisis. Mm. In other words, you know what? I'm not going to get involved. I, you know what? I can't do anything. And he even said, nobody made a greater mistake than he who did nothing because he could only do a little. Mm. He had some great quotes. Mm. You don't hear people talk like that yeah. today. Um, instead, we do little snippets on Twitter that mean, you know, we talk about the superficial. But, mm-hmm. the you know, I, I just think that that we as believers, one, we need to pray. We need to pray that the truth will come out. We need to pray for leaders, um, and we need to pray that whatever the truth is, it will be exposed and ask God for mercy on our country that that the progressive, communist, socialist, liberal agenda does not take over because America has been good for the world. It is mm-hmm. not only going to affect our country, mm-hmm. it will affect the rest of the world in ways. In fact, I was reading today earlier that Biden wants to roll back some of the Trump peace stuff he did in the Middle East. Yep. Why would you do that? That's, yeah. I mean, why would you roll back peace stuff? I don't, I don't, I don't understand that. And I, it's, I would say it's a, a worldview bias and they did their Iran nuclear deal, which they think would be beneficial. And he wants to go back to that. And all that's really going to do is open the door for China to become a big player in the middle East. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and obviously those peace uh, deals then would be uh, in jeopardy. Yeah. But yeah, it's just, um, yeah, we're in a, we're in a time and, you know, you're talking about prayer. I think uh, we need to also pray uh, for direction for individual direction and, and direction for the country, but also pray that, at we as a nation, as a people, turn our hearts back towards God. Mm-hmm. You know, I listen to this uh, podcast, and uh, they often say on that, it, it's revival or bust for the country. <laughs> yeah. You know, with, without revival, we're we're doomed to to follow in the path of every uh, civilization that's ever been. Well, people have a misunderstanding about our government mm-hmm. and and our country. A lot of people, if you ask them, they think we're a democracy. We're not. Mm-hmm. We're a democratic republic. You know, uh, in both republics and democracies, the citizens are empowered to participate, but there's some pretty key differences between the two. Republics and dem- democracies both provide a political system where we're represented and people are sworn to protect the interest of the people at large in both of them. But in a pure democracy, laws are made directly by the voting majority, mm-hmm. leaving the rights of the minorities largely unprotected. In a republic, laws are made by representatives chosen by the people, and it has to comply with a constitution. That's the difference. And going back to Edward Burke, uh, he says, in a democracy, the majority of the citizens is capable of exercising the most cruel oppression mm-hmm. upon the minority. And 
I, I, if you're listening today, I'm just going to tell you, if you are a true follower of Jesus and our country continues down the trend and path that it's heading, then we will see some form of persecution in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. We will because it's coming. Uh, it may be a social stigma uh, amplified at first. Uh, we may not, but but I think the whole mass thing is just a control thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that there's not validity for people that are sick or people that are vulnerable, but I'm just saying that the hypocrisy in which you see um, the leaders of New York and uh, mm-hmm. some of the liberal progressive states, uh, how they don't do this, then they go do it, is very reminiscent of the Communist Party over in Russia. Yeah. They tell people what to do, and then they go do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. That That is not how you lead a democratic republic. Yeah, and you're just talking about if we continue on this this trend that the persecution will come, and it might not look like the hard totalitarian persecution, but it might look like a soft totalitarianism where you, know, you as a Christian aren't going to be able to partake in certain uh, elements of society and and, you know, maybe, you know, won't be able to go to Walmart because, oh, you believe this or that that is uh, harmful to the public good. Um, you won't be able to be on t- Facebook or Twitter or some, some things like that. Or it could look like well, they're oh. already mm-hmm. they're already silencing Christians yeah. who post things on Facebook as bigotry mm-hmm. yep. and as not verified. Who made them the arbiters yeah. of that? We should it should be a free expression once they start doing what they do, it becomes editorializing, and they're not supposed to do that. Yeah, and it, it's supposed to be a medium for us, not them, not a publish, you know, a publishing yeah. thing. And we're we're already seeing. So yeah, you're right. We're already starting to see that. And then it's going. I think it if we continue on the track that we're going, if you follow those trends through, it's going to get worse and worse. And I think there there's the danger that some people. You know, I said lose your salvation yesterday. That's not really what I meant to say. There's going to be some people who, because of the convenience and because of the the joys of this world, will fall away um, because they. I, I want to go to this. I want to be on this thing. Or, well, the, or well, they'll well, just be silent. What you're talking about is you're talking about compromise. Yeah. You're just talking about people compromising. And they may be misled. They may be taken out, you know, um, I want to get back to the Second Chronicles vote, uh, the Second vote, the Second Chronicles verse, because I think it's so important for us. You may be out there thinking, "Well, what are we going to do? How can we? How do we respond to this?" I feel so out of control. You may watch the media and you may get upset. You may be hearing about things and it's really upsetting that you personally can't do anything. Well. You never could do anything. That that quote by Burke is saying that if you see some, I, I go back to the Good Samaritan, you know, passage. A Samaritan is the one who helped the Jewish person, mm-hmm. and the question that prompted it all was, "Who's my neighbor?" And a neighbor is anybody whose need you see, whose need God has put you in a position to meet. And what Burke is saying is. If you see evil going on and you just stand by, you're an accomplice. You, mm. you, you, I mean, you, yep. it's, it's just going to continue. And so thank God for people throughout history that stood against slavery. They stood against tyranny. Uh, they stood against oppression. And 
you can stand against that stuff without fear, trusting in the one true living God, because God's word is full of examples. In Second Chronicles 20, verse 12 is just one, where uh, Jehoshaphat was the king, and you know, Jehoshaphat was, uh, he had made an alliance with Ahab, one of the most evil kings in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Ahab dies, and then Jehoshaphat is making reforms uh, in Judah. And what happens is the Moabites and the Ammonites come in and they want to kill him. It's a great, fascinating read over in Second uh, Chronicles chapter 20. Um, and so what's cool is he's talking about. Um, he talks about En Gedi and the Verabenda En Gedi. Mm. It's cool when you read the Bible and you've actually stood. Yeah, these this is not fictional stuff. It's real stuff. And so, as as Jehoshaphat stood in Jerusalem in the house of the Lord, which is the temple, he's praying, and he finishes his prayer with this: "We don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you." Verse twelve. And when you're in trouble. And for us, our country's in trouble right now. It is. Mm-hmm. It's in trouble one way or the other. Let's say that the the election uh, on November 3rd, uh, that people, people have been told that Joe Biden won that election for the last two months mm-hmm. or month and a half. And they, that's all the mainstream media said. They've not mentioned cheating. They've, they've discounted the fraud allegations. And you've got... Is somewhere between 30 to 70 million people believe that it was fraudulent, that there is fraud, and those people believe that Donald Trump ought to rightfully be president. Well, regardless of what happens tomorrow in the next couple of weeks, either way, there's going to be a lot of turmoil for the next few months, even maybe years in mm-hmm. our country. And we as believers, we better strap on our belts, put on our armor, and and keep our eyes fixed on him. And when we come back, we're going to look at Isaiah 40 and why we can trust in him. All right, so stick with us. We will be back with more after the news. We'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Ace Door and Window, as well as a special thanks to our sponsors, Tom Neal Trucking, and a special thanks to Jeff Andrews of Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email us at Doug at SWATradio.com. That's Doug at SWATradio.com. You can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We will be right back. Day in the dead of night. 
Welcome back to SWAT Radio. That was Chain Breaker by Zach Williams. If you are just joining us, we are talking today and this week about what to do when you do not know what to do. Um, and really, is we, we need to have our eyes on the Lord is the main thrust of what we'll be talking about. We have been talking uh, kind of about that in context of what's going on today in our country and what's going to be going on um, you know, this year and in light of what went on uh, last year in the country. So, if you missed any of that and you would like to go back and listen, you can uh, listen to the podcast um, by searching SWAT Radio. You can also download our SWAT app in the App Store and you can listen there. And you can go to www.swatradio.com. Again, that's www.swatradio.com and listen to the past programs. Click on the past programs link and you'll be able to find it a few hours after uh, we are done today. Yeah, because of James Grimm, our brother out in Idaho, who puts it all together for us. So we certainly appreciate all that he did uh, and does for us. Thank you, James, for uh, putting all that stuff together. Well, you know, Taylor, we were talking about 2 Chronicles 2012. It says, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. It's a prayer of Jehoshaphat. And um, I also referenced this week Isaiah 40. Isaiah 40 has been a favorite passage of mine for a long time. A lot of people may be familiar with the last part of Isaiah 40 where it says, they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. It was one of my best friend's favorite verses mm-hmm. uh, in the Marine Corps, that shall mount up with wings like eagles, shall run and not be mm-hmm. weary, shall walk and not faint. But the whole chapter is about the greatness of God. It starts off talking about comfort for God's people and the word of God. And then starting in verse nine, going through the end, it just talks about God's greatest uh, or greatness. And so what I want you to do is if you could just read the first eight verses where God talks about, and it's a quote about Jesus coming as well. And there what John the Baptist mm-hmm. quotes, but read that and then he talks about the word, the word of our God, which Peter quotes in, uh, in the New Testament. So there's two New Testament quotes here that are referencing back to what God is saying through the prophet Isaiah. But it starts off with God's comfort for his people. Why? Because they've been in Babylon, right? Yeah. They, they Why did they go to Babylon? Because they were disobedient. Yeah. God had placed them with a mission. Mm-hmm. In Exodus 19, he says, you will be my people. You will be a holy nation. Mm-hmm. You will go represent me to the world. And the Hebrew people mistook God's choosing them for their own benefit. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we do the same thing in America. We believe, oh, I've got freedom. i got mm-hmm. all this stuff for me. And it's not for me. It's for his glory. It's for his word to go out, for us to be a light uh, to the nations, uh, to be a city on a hill. And so uh, re- 
read verses 41 through 8. And if you're out there listening, let me encourage you just to think about what God's word said. Just soak it in for a second. In the midst of everything going on, let God's word penetrate you in your heart, in your mind, and let God minister to you through the reading of his word. All right. Comfort, comfort, my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and cry to her that her warfare is ended, that her inequity is pardoned, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice cries, in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill be made low. The uneven ground shall become level, and the rough places a plain. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all flesh shall see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice cries, a voice says, cry. And I said, what shall I cry? All flesh is grass, and all its beauty is like the flower of the field. The grass withers, the flower fades when the breath of the Lord blows on it. Yeah, sure. that, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Did I go too far? No, 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 no. no. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers, the flower fades, and the word of our God will stand forever. Yeah, that that is just such a great passage. What you read is quoted in Matthew, and it's also quoted in Peter. And um, it's just a, it's really... I mean, there's so many good words from the Lord in there. And the first ones that we take for granted so often are comfort, comfort my people, Mm. says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem. I think we forget how gracious our God is. We forget um, how loving he is to us. When we look around, our, our minds go to things happening in our world, things that we don't have, um, things that we, you know, wish were different. And we forget that our eternal destiny is secured by Jesus. And yeah. and he mentions Jesus in here. I mean, there's a prophetic word in Isaiah 40, verse 3, that John the Baptist reads in verse 3, where he says, in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the gentle voice when it, you know, comfort, um, it doesn't, you know, a lot of times when we think of comfort, um, we think about, um, being strengthened during a hard time, Mm. but the, the concept here in this text is more speak tenderly to my people. You you know, growing up, did your dad ever have to speak harshly to you because you weren't behaving? Mm. Yeah. You didn't like that. Did you? Uh Yeah. The, spe- the people of Israel have been getting some harsh words because they disobey God. And he says, speak to him. Remember after he'd been harsh mm. when he comes back and he speaks tenderly how you you just like, oh, man, what a great thing. I'm, I'm, I'm not under his wrath anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, know? you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what it's saying there. My people and my Jerusalem he's talking about uh, are, are separated here. Why? Because Jerusalem, where were they? They were in Babylon. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to, he's he's just telling them, I, I love you and I'm going to bring healing. And he goes on in this text to talk about his word. And he's saying, listen, you focus on these things that go away quickly. My word lasts forever. Trust in me. 
trust in me. And I, I just, I think it's such a great passage. And tomorrow we're going to get into verses nine through, well, I don't know if we'll get the whole end of the chapter, but we'll go through a large part. And it just talks about how great and awesome God is. But, um, it, you know, I, I just want to encourage you, if you just listen to uh, Taylor Reed, verses 3 through 5, you just need to underline in your Bible because that is John the Baptist clarion call that Jesus is here. Yeah. You know, you guys get ready. It's kind of like, you know, before you have people come over to your house, your wife says, hey, and you look and you see them outside. They're here. They're yeah. here. That's what that is. John the Baptist is saying, and it's a herald, it's – you know, the the word for a herald in the New Testament, the the term for the person that would shout uh, in the city square when an emperor had a great victory or when an emperor was born or when an emperor um, was crowned, a new emperor was crowned, was it was an euvangelion, that, that's which we would get the word evangelist. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. And so that's where that, and and it means good news, right? The good news is may this voice is crying out, prepare the way of the Lord, Uh, make straight in the desert of how every valley will be lifted up, you know, because sometimes going in the valley was not Mm -hmm. a good thing. Every mountain will be flying. In other words, these obstacles, he's going to take them away. You got to look to him. And that's why I love this text so much. Um, and so as we uh, think about this and just think even about in verses 6 through 8 when he's talking about the Word of God and he talks about our relationship to the earth we live in, I think we forget this is all temporary. Mm-hmm. We we focus so much on this stuff here, and that's why when we make decisions whether it's, you know, speaking truth about an election or speaking truth about somebody's sin. Um, you know, my wife and I were talking before um, I came in, and she was showing with me, apparently, uh, Ravi Zacharias Ministries, um, they had an investigator come in, and a lot of those allegations against him were true. Did you hear about those? Do you remember those? Did yeah, we I remember talk the about allegations, them? yeah. That's devastating. We we were watching this guy who used to work for him. He was in another country, and he was sharing about how devastating it was because they never saw that aspect of him. But it, it's also a reminder and a warning that, you know, we're all capable of of even being a believer going away like Mm -hmm. you were talking about earlier being led astray we need to be in the word and my hope is in 2021 you will spend time daily with god getting his wisdom and perspective before you start your day yeah all right we'll be back with more after the break you are listening to swat radio stay tuned this program has the potential to reach millions of men each week If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. 
Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.astore.com. broken sky traced out by the city lights my world from a mile high best seat in the house tonight touch down in the cold black top hold on for the sudden stop breathing the familiar shock of confusion and chaos all those people going somewhere why have i never cared Give me your eyes for just one second Give me your eyes so I can see Everything that I keep missing Give me your love for humanity Give me your arms for the broken hearted The ones that are far beyond my reach Give me your heart for the ones forgotten Give me your eyes so I can see Yeah 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 Step out on a busy street See a girl in our eyes meet Does her best to smile at me To hide what's underneath There's a man just to right Black suit and a bright red tie Too ashamed to tell his wife he's out That is Brandon Heath with Give Me Your Eyes. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. Hey, we want to give a shout out to our listeners listening in Virginia um, tuning into the lighthouse as well as in Meridian, Mississippi, turning in, tuning in on WMER and all of you listening here locally, 91.7 in Jacksonville, 91.9 in St. Augustine and 91.3 in Folkston, Georgia. If you are just tuning in, we are talking about what to do when you do not know what to do. And we're kind of talking about having our eyes on God and having an eternal perspective and remembering that what happens here, that this on earth is temporary, but that doesn't mean that it's not vital and important and that we should have our minds um, tuned to eternity while we act here on earth. If you would like to join the discussion or you have any questions about that, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That is ask at SWAT radio.com and you can also send us questions on facebook and twitter at swat radio talk is the handle that is at swat radio talk and we will be sure to answer those questions on the next broadcast when we are live um some some, one of you uh emailed asking about what we were talking about with ravi zacharias Mm -hmm. uh back in september christianity today uh broke an article about uh, apologist Ravi Zacharias. He that, has, has that was September 2020. Yeah, that feels like so that, long it, ago. It does. Wow. Well, with COVID, everything gets uh, stretched out. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Ravi Zacharias has written countless books, um, 
He's spoken all over the world. He was very well respected at a lot of different places. And uh, he passed away, I think, in May mm. and um, of last year from cancer. And there were allegations that came out that ended up being, um, um, you know, investigated and clarified. And the uh, there was... Um, uh, an organization that actually came in and investigate all this, the RZIM, uh, Ravi Zacharias International Ministries, which is huge. They have like hundreds of speakers. They do training all over the world, lots of ministry. And the sad part about it all is there are a lot of people that want to spread the gospel, want to see Jesus go out, the, the story of Jesus. They want to learn how to better present Jesus and how to take him to other countries and help people. And they got sucked up into this, and they will experience consequences mm-hmm. because of a man who's no longer even here. Yeah, And that that was sexual impropriety. Was oh, yeah. Well, yeah, were. and that's what I'm getting to. So it started back in 2017. There were, there were, um, there were allegations made by a couple up in Canada Uh, by a lady, actually, that he had texted her inappropriate pictures and had solicited inappropriate pictures. That was denied, and it was covered. He uh, uh, ultimately made a payment to them and signed a nondisclosure agreement. And the way it was presented to a lot of people is it was that they had requested it up in Canada, but it was really him. Mm. And he kept um, going on and... Um, the other allegations that come out was that he was a partial owner in two massage spas up in uh, Atlanta, and there was misconduct there with some massage therapists that where he solicited things, and it's too graphic. We can't even go into it on the air, but there's a lot of grieving going on. People that worked at the ministry – family members. I mean, it's devastating because it hit everybody because it was always kind of pushed as just not true. Mm-hmm. And uh, now they've got enough evidence apparently that they went to the board and the staff and they said, yes, it is true. This did happen. And it's sad because, you know, my wife made a good point. We were talking about it. She said, you know, he wrote a lot of stuff in the books um, that he wrote that maybe years from now still may have an impact because God, I know God has used lots of people that have been morally bankrupt at the time that God was using them to preach. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, our hope is we just pray for the staff, pray for the people that the enemy will not use it uh, to take any of the staff people down roads that they shouldn't go um, and and let it be a warning to people. I mean, here's a guy who got lifetime achievement awards and got all these speaking things and was everywhere doing everything for the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And you would sit, listen to him and you'd be just mesmerized by his, the way he communicated Uh, and all this other stuff was going on. So it's just sad. It just kind of leaves a sad pit in your stomach. But this is why we need accountability. Mm-hmm. You need people in your life 
that that uh, there <clears throat> we were listening to one of the former staff members talk about him and he he all almost always traveled with somebody but there were a lot of times that he didn't mm. or he went by himself and you know it's just it, there's a reason jesus sent the disciples out in twos yeah yeah and for all you guys that are listening out there whether you're in virginia mississippi um florida georgia it doesn't matter you know you need to be part of a group of men that you can talk to and talk about struggles and talk about life. And you may be in a couple's group, you know, but you ain't going to be talking about Mm -hmm. your personal struggles with lust um, or, or pornography or other things in those group settings. Yeah. If you are, you're an anomaly (laughs) because most guys won't do that, Mm -hmm. but there are men Uh, in groups all over this country that hold each other accountable they pray with each other they they share their struggles and have um uh, they're they're empowered by the power of the spirit working through the body and other brothers to hold them accountable to be brothers in the battle and that's what swat's about you know um the the fifth core value of SWAT is a band of brothers in community serving together. And, and we start back next week, Taylor, I hadn't talked about it, but we start back next week here uh, in Jacksonville. We're going to be meeting at Woody's barbecue at six 30 a week from tomorrow. Uh, we'll be at uh, the Salem center where we broadcast at 12 noon. We will be at, uh, the Jumpin' Jack's House of Food, Best Burgers in Town, on Thursday morning, 6.30. And we'll be a Zoom call on Thursday night for those that work in the day. And then Friday, we'll be at the Village Inn down in St. Augustine. And we're going to be looking at the Book of Acts. And, you know, I've been doing a little prep work for that. And it's exciting because it's really the continuation of Luke. Mm, yeah, It's not, I mean, we separate it into you know we have john in between but Mm -hmm. really it's just luke telling the story of how jesus continues his ministry and we're just going to start next week with a little intro and i'm excited about teaching it's 28 chapters so my guess is it's probably going to take three years to work through it (laughs) yeah so uh but um you know going back to the whole accountability and ravi thing is this is why it's so important one, to recognize that whether it's Ravi, whether it's your pastor, uh, me or Taylor, whoever you listen to that's trying to share biblical truth with you, we're just vessels, mm-hmm. and we're broken vessels. Yep. And anything good you hear from us or you see in us, anything redeeming about the gospel is just Jesus in us. Yeah, It's not us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are so easily corrupted. And I can't tell you the number of pastors and leaders that I've seen make mistakes, and I make them every day. We're just human and flawed, and we need each other. So please don't ever put your hope in a man. Yeah. Because Jesus is the only one that can save us, He's the only one that can lead you. And I hear a lot of people who lift up pastors and Christian leaders a lot of times. And 
you really are contributing to the problem if you talk about them more than you do Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, does that, you know, does that make sense? I yeah. Mean, like, and it makes me think of, you know, Paul, when he talked about, uh, you know, I'm from Apollos, I'm from Paul, but it's Christ that we should be having our focus on and not on individuals who, uh, teach or reflect, uh, Christ, because if, if our focus is there, it's obviously in the wrong place. And if those people, uh, end up making bad decisions that hurt their ministry, that's, you know, you're, if you, if you're not looking on at Christ, and you're focused on them. You're, you're in. You're, well, you're missing the boat. Well, I yeah, mean, and then yeah, and I mean, if they fall, you're gonna, you're gonna. That might shake your faith more than it should because you okay, should. Okay, I thought about this analogy the other day. Like, if you see a really good movie on your TV, do you talk about your TV <laughs> or do you talk about the movie? The movie. Yeah. Why is it that we talk about the TV a lot with the preachers? Yeah. I mean, you think about mm-hmm. that. I mean, because we focus on the box that comes, that the message comes in yeah. instead of the message itself. Yeah. And and I think it's because the pastors, preachers have personalities, and and we just tend to, we, you know, we wanna we wanna encourage them, and I, there's nothing wrong with that. But let's focus on the the message that comes through them rather than the box that the message comes in. Yeah. So I don't know. I was just thinking about that and like all that stuff. So yeah, that's good. All right. We are out of time for the day. You have been listening to SWAT radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. Or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT radio and you can download our SWAT app in the app store. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SWAT radio talk is the handle that is at SWAT radio talk. Join us when weekdays at three o'clock for more hey, SWAT radio. Hey Taylor, real quick tonight at eight o'clock, the FRC.org is having a prayer for our nation. Fa- the fa- family research council, eight o'clock tonight. FRC.org. Yep. All right. Thanks for tuning in. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening spiritual